0: Ring Culture, the best basketball podcast in the world dedicated to letting people out there know what the fans, teams, players, executives, everybody, what are they trying to do to get that elusive championship ring? It's the off season. The 2023-24 season officially starts on July 1st. So, hey, man, it's an exciting time in basketball. The whole crew is here. Osei, D'Lo, Jamar, What's going on, guys?
1: <laughs> what it do? We in the building. I'm in the building. What's up with y'all? <laughs> and you
2: sound—you sound like you, like you, like you fighting the pack over there, man. What's yeah, going on? Bro? Yeah, pulling up, yeah. pulling
1: took up nice dusty. Yeah, took a nice little pull, you know.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm to give my intro.
3: Oh, that's your intro—the the the classic smoke. uh Uh, you trying to be
1: (laughs) trying to be low weight Intentional? That was not intentional. (laughs) You know, every day.
2: The lighter, the lighter, huh? I hear the lighter. Yeah,
3: the flick.
0: (laughs) D'Lo, fresh from the Middle East, closing transactions with Qatar. You know, to get that funding for the Wizards (laughs) and the Capitals was good, man. man. And, man, I'm cooling, man. I was out there with my Habibis, man, you know, just chopping it up, man, doing my thing. But,
2: yeah, man, I've been missing sports. I ain't showing no ESPN where I was at, man. straight soccer, man.
0: All right. And AB <laughs> A- A- Sports ain't shit. bad.
2: Bruh, I, I didn't – there wasn't an ESPN show on the resort. I'm like, bro, where's ESPN, bro? I was asking niggas. I'm like, bro, I missed the whole draft, like.
0: Yeah, bro, I'm I'm ready to, you know, get back on my regular schedule. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Now, Jamar, I'm sure you've been enjoying what's going on in the offseason because I, I got some questions for you real soon. And I <laughs> I, I kind of want to start it off right now with a little breaking news that happened earlier today. Oh, yes. Yeah,
3: we can yes, do that. Yes,
0: we, we starting with you, Jamar, because you know how silly these brothers are. Especially this young man, James Edward Harden. That's my brother, man. I, I'm trying to be nicer to him, but he's opting into his the last year of his contract and trying to get a trade done. Um, what do you guys think about James Harden's decision? Obviously, the rumors were that he was going to go back to Houston for a reunion. Now it looks like he realized the optics weren't good enough, so now he wants to go to a quote-unquote contender. This is the third time he's demanded a trade in the last three, four years.
3: The f***, bruh.
0: Yeah, Jamar, hey, take it away, man.
3: See, this is the shit that I be talking about, bruh. Bruh, these niggas, man, you can't. Bruh, this is some Bama shit, bruh. He requested a trade from Houston originally because they weren't a contender, came to us, and then the a the Year requested a trade to the Sixers. Then the nigga said, I be watching niggas press conferences, too, to hear the shit they be talking. Then the motherfucker was sitting there saying, yeah, I felt like this was a place to where I could win a championship and Bill, He was talking about the coach. He was talking about MB. All of that shit just for them to get bounced out, not make it to the conference finals again, didn't improve because of him. He was one of the big reasons. And now that Doc is leaving and everything. Now, all of a sudden, you want to get traded again. And then you just drop this joint in the chat from Bill Simmons. 21st century trade request. And James Harden is at three in three years. (laughs) <laughs> bro, I don't I don't have time for that. Bro, bro, Come on. Like at the end, like at some point, this is what I feel like is going to happen. Maybe should happen. The owners just need to be like, hey, bro, like, fuck you. I'm not about to trade you, bro. Either that or trade this nigga to the abyss. Like this isn't a nigga who you should coddle to. You know, or be like, yeah, we're going to try to help you out. Like, mm-hmm. nah, nigga, fuck you. We're going to try to trade you somewhere and get the best options, the, the best things that we can get, and then that's it. Like, this shit is just, it's very nasty, bro. He should, like like lo be saying, should should just come out and keep it a buck and be like, man, look, I ain't trying to win no ring. I'm just trying to keep this paper and keep hooping. So, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have shit to say. But you talk too much shit for me not to say something about it, bro. Like, And. It- yeah, I'm and it's funny you, word.
2: and it's funny you said that, bro. Because I think we had this conversation was like maybe two episodes ago, two episodes, three episodes ago, when I said about niggas be saying shit but not meaning it. Like niggas be just coddling saying shit that sounds good for the press, but you know deep down inside, niggas is not feeling that way, bro. You know, Harden was saying all the political correct shit that he know like like that sounds good, but obviously that's not where his heart meant. You know what I'm saying? And and it's obvious. But it's crazy though that you said, you know, what you said about the request that he has put in. Cause I can't even I can't even vouch for that shit. You know, like I fuck with Harden, but I, I can't vouch for all the fuck ups he's been doing. And it's been on him a lot of the time. So it's like I'm honest curious to where the fuck he's gonna go. That's just what I'm trying to figure out. I don't even know what team is able
0: to sign this nigga, to be honest.
3: And who wants him for real for
2: real right? yeah that that as well
0: i say you were a big defender of James Harden um and as I've said on the pod before I've tried to you know take it easy because yes I, I like James Harden I used he used to be my favorite player it's unfortunate the way his career has turned but I also look at it now that this is a thing I'm gonna try moving forward, and I want your thought I'll say that I have this thing now called the legacy game. So now I'm not gonna judge everyone by the same all-time great standing. Even though I do think James Harden is a top 50 player ever, I don't think he's in the top 10, top 25 class. But that's also because of his shortcomings in the postseason. But I'm not trying to hold that against him. I'm trying to appreciate the things that he does well. So moving forward, how will you evaluate James Harden and his career, or say, like you don't hold this against him that he's demanding another trade, do you? Or you do? No, nah, I don't I don't hold it against him because at this point
1: everybody is just going wherever they I don't know, feel like going. It ain't no I'm going to dedicate my career to this franchise and let niggas work around me because I mean, a lot of these niggas are old anyway. So, I I mean, if at that age you got to let, you got to go where you want to, wherever you want to go. So, as far as his legacy, bro, he's legendary. I mean, I was comparing him to Kobe at one point in his career. So, I mean, tells you a lot but he just like you said he 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 has a lot of shortcomings in the playoffs so you know he's not going to get the same uh respect as Kobe as far as great greatness but as far as skill and talent man's just up there and uh, I mean I don't hold like you said I don't hold the third third, ten, third time requesting the trade I don't hold
0: that against him
1: I mean, what else is he supposed to do?
0: <laughs> I think with him, by the way, guys, he turns 34 in August, and we've already seen the best of him. He is not getting better. He's still a he's still a great player. He just led the league in assist, I believe, with yeah, 10.7 assists a game. He's still an you effective player. In? Yeah. Okay. He's still an effective player, but he's not uh the same explosive score. If you look at his shooting splits in the regular season, it was still good. 44% from the field, 38.5% from three, 86% from the free throw line. In the playoffs, though, and you know, this is where you know it gets sticky. He shot 39% from the field, 37% from three, which is good, but 39 from the field, terrible. And then 87 from the free throw line, great. So what Team, do you guys think would be the best form? I've seen that uh, the New York uh, Knicks might be looking at them. Yeah, the Clippers might be looking at them. Uh, those are the only teams I saw that uh, Adrian Wojnarowski mentioned. So you I, I, said I, his I,
3: last name, good, bro. Shit,
0: I, I, I try. I just be saying well, Shout yeah. out to the, shout oh. out to the Eastern Europeans, man. <laughs> but
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think. Based on what Woj said, the Clippers and the Knicks seem to be the favorites because those are the teams he was willing to mention. Uh, which one do you think would be the best fit for him, Jamar?
3: Clippers, bruh. He go to the Knicks. I, I'll i put it
0: like this. How about this,
3: right? This is how I put it. Well, actually, it's that's actually kind of tricky. He goes to the Knicks. It's gonna be a lot of pressure, especially with that media and yes. you've been in New York.
0: Steven A, he's already been in New York, but now he's about to be in New York with the team that <laughs> yeah. matters to them.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be a lot of media pressure, even though they should, even if he gets traded there, they, they shouldn't have expectations that they about to win the ring. But you know how Knicks fans is, bro. They're gonna go crazy if they get James Harden. But then it's gonna be added pressure. I don't know if he's gonna give a fuck or not, but they're gonna boo the shit out of his ass in the playoffs when he be folding. They're gonna boo the shit out of his ass. Kind of like how Philly kind of took it easy on him a little bit, but the Knicks ain't going to rock for that. But and you go to the Clippers. I think Clippers would be his best opportunity to potentially win a ring. But, again, that's the little brother in L.A., so the media coverage ain't really going to be like that, like how it is on the Lakers and stuff. So
0: He might like that. Yeah, that's what and I'm I saying. He might get to be home. He's from L.A.
3: Yeah, so the Clippers might actually be – the best fit and then you you're going to be the third cog we already know like for the clippers you're going to be the three because paul george and kawhi are going to be ahead of you or maybe he's
0: the number one because
3: them niggas be hurt all the time (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's i just i just speak on terms that if everyone's healthy you know but with them brothers i feel you yeah but yeah i mean the clippers i think will be best for him but again, if he goes there with them three, it's going to be automatic ring or bust again. But, you know, you go to the Knicks, niggas are going to be digging in your ass every other day. So, you know,
0: I say pause. Clippers. Yeah,
3: pause.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll say, do you agree with Jamar that uh, the Clippers are the best place for him? I, I agree with you, by the way. Yeah, Jamar. I'll, yeah,
1: I'll say the Clippers. Clippers definitely need. But James Harden, that's exactly who they need, bro. Somebody that can, that's focused on passing the ball at this point in their career. Somebody that can control the tempo, that doesn't turn the ball over as much as Russell Westbrook. And somebody that can light up the board whenever, I mean, whenever need be, if ever need be. So, yeah, I think the Clippers would be the best fit for Harden.
2: I got two other teams that nobody said that I think will be a good fit for Harden.
0: Break it down.
2: I do agree with the Clippers. That would be a good fit. But I'm just thinking if they was a good James Harden, who would they have to get rid of? What, Westbrook probably? Or um, uh, Norman Powell? I don't know. Something like that, I guess. that's Which is cool. But I think Miami would be a good fit for Harden. Even hey. though it's not it's not a good fit because it's Miami and Miami's a party town and
0: we know Yeah man, you know, no know what he did. You know you know what he did in the twenty twelve finals chasing <laughs> Trina around. That's what got him traded yeah. for <laughs> OKC. <Okay>. That's the
2: <that's, laughs> only reason why
0: I said that. But I still Miami think might be good Miami
2: for him. Will though. Be, Miami will be a good fit for him because they have a winning culture down there. He'll have to get right, you know what I'm saying? Uh I just think that Miami will be a great fit. And in the second place I think will be Portland. You know, him and, him and Lillard, um, Harden wouldn't have to be the number one scorer because we know he comes and goes sometimes and he likes to facilitate anyway. If they was able to keep Simons as well, but get rid of uh, maybe Nurkic, uh, Jeremiah Grant, whatever, slight niggas, and keep the young core, I think that would be a great fit for him in Portland, to be honest. And he and then that fits to me for leather having another. I mean, I probably wouldn't sell leather all the way, but it would show that they're trying at least. And then if they were to keep Simons and other pieces, you know, then hey, cool. Because Nurkic, we already know Nurkic is you know. I've already (laughs) gave up on Nurkic, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. I think Portland and Miami is another good fit after the Clippers. That's just my opinion, though. I
3: dig nah, it, I dig I it. I like the Miami joint. Maybe it'll get... Miami, he gonna have to get his mind right there because Pat then, Riley you ain't know, fucking around.
2: You're right. And then I got another one, to be honest. My boys. Stacktown. I Ooh. put them in Sacramento. You can get rid of Harrison Barnes, slide ass. And they just re
3: him, too. Fox, yeah.
2: Well, we can get resigned and trade. Fuck yeah, yeah, know yeah, know.
3: That's, yeah, that definitely can happen, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: you know, him and Fox... I, I
1: really think that backcourt would be vicious. Hey, and then they hey, still man. got bonus, you know what I'm saying? I, I can really see thing, Sacramento being a good fit too, huh? I said Sacramento ain't going to fuck with Harden. That would, that would I, fuck with the Aaron of Aaron Fox bad.
3: Yeah, I not think really. I think, I think Harden, he's real good at the pick and roll. That's one thing I'll give him. So he'll probably wow, get some bonus, a lot of easy buckets. Um, it's just in the play. In the playoffs, he can take a step back and let De'Aaron Fox
0: yeah, take. But the, Sabonis take already took. You can't have two players taking a step back. Sabonis, you know he gonna <laughs> lean back. Oh, yeah, hey geez, man, geez. I don't know. And and D'Lo, I like your idea with Portland. If it was NBA Jam, but hey man, a backcourt of Damon Harden. Hey man, they getting killed on defense. Hey man, yeah, that's true. That's that's one thing that's
3: <laughs>
2: true. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, hey, man, let's uh, transition to another floor uh, floor general, Chris Paul. He has published a book. He's on his book tour swag. And, you know, the question on everyone's mind is, how will he fit with the Golden State Warriors? This is a team that he's been a rival of for almost a decade. He used to do the State Farm commercials with Steph Curry until they did the escalator joint of Chris Paul going down and declining and Steph Curry ascending, (laughs) and we ain't see that commercial no more. And that's literally what happened. Chris Paul lost his title of the best point guard in the world. Steph took it and never let it go. Now it looks like Chris Paul might be Steph's backup, or they might start together. How do you guys think that will work? I don't understand how it's gonna work to be honest, man.
2: Chris Paul, it was funny, I was watching what Cameron said, saying he been bounce around like a like a ping pong ball. That shit'll have me in tears <laughs> when I when I heard him say that. It's kinda true though, but it's like what are you gonna do? I I don't I don't I seen seeing niggas talk about he can start with Steph, but I see that's gonna you talking about what we were just talking about before about Lillard and Harden. That would be terrible. Two midgets, six foot niggas, six foot, <laughs> one, six <six-foot laughs> niggas at point guard, shooter, guard? they would be getting killed. You can't hide both of them. So that means he has to be like the 6 man. And it's just like, I don't even see, what, I, don't, I don't see what direction they're about to go. I don't know how they're going to finesse this. Uh, but I guess. I don't know, bro. Y'all maybe y'all can give me some insight. I, I don't see how this is
0: gonna work, but shit. Oh say, do you believe in this? I mean, they're two of the smartest basketball players ever. You can contest. I, oh. I, I think it can work. Uh do you think Chris Paul is able to humble himself to know that this is Steph Curry's team and he can't be a dictator? I mean, I think he did that. Uh, with Phoenix,
1: letting uh, uh Devin Booker, Devin Booker was the general of that
0: team for he us, He wasn't. No, he wasn't. It's Chris nah, Paul got hurt, and then man. Devin Booker. Yeah. <laughs> when Chris Paul was healthy, he was like doing he, everything. I felt like he was letting
1: D Book do his thing. Like D Book was still dropping big numbers, especially in the playoffs. D Book was taking over. Yeah, when over. Chris
0: Paul got hurt, that's the point. Chris Paul wasn't healthy when Booker started blacking out.
1: When last year too, the previous years too.
0: Yeah, the previous year when they lost in the second round to the Mavericks, yeah, they were both underachieving. That was basically the uh, then the year before that. That's when Chris Paul was healthy and they made the finals and choked a 2 0 lead. There's some breaking about- news. I don't know if you guys want to hear it. Nah, break it down, man. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that the 76, 76- talking about
2: 76ers, 76ers. Have a trade scenario with the Jazz that was sent Tobias Harris to Utah for in exchange for Kelly Olenek, Jordan yeah. Clarkson.
0: Interesting, eh? Hey. Damn, Jordan
2: Clarkson.
0: It's interesting so, because uh, Tobias Harris' daddy said his son is an uh-huh. assassin scorer, <laughs> and he and says, said Kelly not letting him shine. So, hey. And he said, and
2: "Tobias said that, that that a casual would trade him for a crumble cookie," and I'm like, "Would well, definitely trade him for a crumble."
3: Yeah, bro, uh, Tobias—he's uh, rating himself way too high. I don't know why he yeah, thinks yeah. he's that vicious. I don't yeah, understand uh, him. Yeah, An Assassin yeah. scorer, yeah. Jesus.
2: <laughs> I, think that, I think that Utah. I think Utah has definitely got finesse in that trade, getting rid of Kelly Olenek. He was cooking last year. And Jordan Clarkson always a, a six man candidate. Yeah,
0: year. yeah. The Jazz, so. they just fucked up. They should have did that. I don't know. Last man. year, so then they, they could get a young They just got, they just got John Collins. They already have Walker Kessler. They took Taylor Hendricks in the draft. They already got like three, four guys that can play the three or four. So I could see why they would want to flip Kelly Olynyk for Tobias, who can play the three. And Laurie Markkinen mean- has shown in Cleveland that he can play the three and the four. So I kind of... don't see- get where Tobias fits, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Where is he going to fit? I think he'll be the small forward, Laurie at the four, and then Walker Kessler at the five. And then Taylor Hendricks is now the sixth man, something like that. That's what okay. it seems like. He's still going to be averaging about 10 points a game. So Yeah, yeah, he's still the third wheel. Well, on <laughs> this, well, I guess in this team as it's constructed he'll be the second option cuz uh Jordan Clarkson was their second leading scorer last that's year that's true so that's interesting though i i like that but uh back to Chris Paul oh say yeah let me look at his numbers for y'all real quick last season Chris Paul um he averaged in the regular season he averaged 13 points, eight assists um, on 44% shooting, 37 from the three, 83 from the free throw line. And the playoffs and went down to 12 points a game on 41% shooting, 32% from three, and damn, even 50% from the free throw line. Shaq style. That boy was trash in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know what the Warriors see, but hey. I think he's probably going to be six-man, too. I'm pretty sure
1: he'd be six-man coming off the bench.
0: I mean, I hope so. My man is 38 now. He's he's 38. 38.
1: He can't play that much. Yeah.
0: Look at the last few years. In the regular season, he's played 59, 65, 70. 70, 2020. Yeah, it's been declining. That is good, but yeah. He's available. So, I mean he's more he's available, available but then in the, the playoffs he always more. breaks down in the playoffs he always gets hurt <laughs> now he got niggas that do work in the playoffs so he don't got to worry about that uh, Dang, he got man, one guy need, he got yeah, one guy you yeah. can depend on step. the other guys are shaky.
3: yeah I, uh, I don't know man I think uh, I think it could work but I think they gonna need still more but the only way it'll work is if, like like how you said, CB3 needs to extremely humble himself. And they had to have talked to him and been like, look, bro, because starting next to Steph, that shit ain't going to work, bro, <laughs> at all. But if he comes off the bench, you know, the sixth man and running the second unit, that could work. But again, he's gonna have to understand. He can't be. He ain't gonna be able to be barking at niggas crazy, especially since he <laughs> was a rival of these niggas for the past ten years. He should he be. He should be coming in this dream happy, throwing his little nuggets here and there, and then that's it. And then they add maybe another piece here and there. They they still need some size, bro. Like that's what they need. They need yeah size. So until they get some size, they st- I still don't got them. Pass even the Suns at this point, even though the Suns need to still fill out their roster. I still got the Nuggets over them. Shit, even well, I, I can't. The clippers, I, I'm i just putting them, I'm throwing them out until I see them niggas healthy for real, for real. So I'm not even going to throw them in the equation. But yeah, I, I, I just think the Golden State needs more size right now, to be honest. But it could work, you know. If he, I mean, he better be humble though. Shit, he only got what, two, three more years left in the league.
0: <laughs> and that's a wrap.
3: So And damn. one
0: more year left on that contract. Yeah, so oh
3: yeah, so he needs yeah. he to play very nice this year.
0: And it's funny, uh for me, my one of my favorite uh basketball memes, maybe my favorite one of the last five, six years is the Chris Paul Cap laugh he had with Steve Kerr.
3: Oh yeah, that, that shit was funny as hell.
0: <laughs> and now he has to take advice from this man. Yeah, uh, I see be... I seen him Did respond him to ball? the joint. I'm he,
1: yeah. Huh. huh?
0: Is him and Draymond, did they ever have problems with some shit? Maybe. I mean, Draymond is Draymond. He's an agitator. And Chris Paul is an agitator, too. But yeah, I yeah. can't remember anything specific at the top of my head. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, now, let's talk about the other side of that deal. Welcome to the Washington, D.C. area. Jordan Poole. <laughs> Delo, what advice do you have for young Poole as he comes into the DMV? In terms of basketball way. and life, stay out the way. Baby.
2: This is mm-hmm. not going to stay, bro. You will get lost out of here. Stay out the way and stay out the way, <laughs> stay out the way and stay in oh, stay sure, the
1: way. Let me... <laughs>
2: hey. I, and you know what I'm saying? The, uh, the Wizards has already said next year they have that little VIP little section they're going to have. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be like in the front row, bro. Like I guess we're first. It's funny, we gotta be the first first arena that's gonna try this bullshit out too. Like we don't have clubs that already do this fuck shit. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a VIP section now. So yeah, I just think the niggas should stay low, get in the gym, shoot shoot as many shots as possible because the shot is not as cash as he thinks it is. And <laughs> uh, yeah, be ready to score, bro. You're gonna be you're you're following the footsteps of. Bill Wall Gilbert, you know what all they all had in common? These niggas all averaged over twenty five, and they were gunning like <laughs> shit. And the team sucked. <laughs> so just keep just keep that in mind. You're gonna be doing a lot of gunning.
3: Jordan Clarkson is about to go crazy in D.C., bruh. Watch. I'm trying to tell you, bruh. You mean Jordan
0: Poole? Poole. Oh,
3: I'm saying, Yeah, I'm sorry. Jordan Poole, bruh. This nigga, this, this, he is not a nigga who's, bruh, D.C. is not for this nigga. Even though he was (laughs) in Cali, bruh, bruh, he's about to be in the clubs. He about to, bruh, he's about to, bruh. (laughs) Yeah, you know. he's about to be wilding, bro. I, I, I promise you. I promise you. Before the 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 basketball season is out, by this time next year. Somebody's gonna catch this nigga in the club,
0: bro. Somebody, oh, somebody assy. we
3: know, somebody we know is gonna catch not just once either, probably a few times, bro. I'm Most trying time. to tell you, bro. He's gonna be
0: what he's gonna be. He's gonna he might be the face of AKT soon, man. <laughs> so look to those brothers, man. Yeah, man.
3: bro, he, bro. I'm trying to tell you, man. He's gonna be ha- It's gonna be. He's gonna have too much fun, bro, because he's a fun nigga. He likes to do <laughs> fun shit. So it's like. It's too much shit to do in DC, bro. Like yeah, gonna clubs, it's just too much, bro. He's and nobody's going to be there to tell him no. Exactly. That's another thing. He's going to be the head. Who is Porzingis is gone. Kuzma is gone. Bill is gone. So who? He's number one, and nobody can question
0: it. Yeah, you could <laughs> argue he's the number one athlete in DC right now because we don't talking about the black community. Yeah, we don't really talk. We don't really care about hockey or baseball the commanders have no one that's really of big value like yeah. a big name cuz like Terry McLaurin is a baller but he's not you know to my knowledge he ain't an outsider like that but Jordan Poole he he might become the king of DC fast <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's why i named that's why i named Gilbert Wall yeah they were all Dill. the kings
2: yeah they were all were the kings of, of DC so that's what i'm saying the crown has been moved to him so <laughs> I, I, a I, know sick that crown. He's, I know it's a sick crown, a sick losing crown. But I know that
3: he's a I know that he's a geek nigga. Yeah, I know he's, he's gonna be happy nigga. to wear that. I mean come on, he's gonna he's gonna be happy because look, he already got paid. So he has bread coming here. Yeah. And then he's gonna be able to put up twenty-five plus shots a game and be a hey honcho and average like Dilo said twenty-five plus a game, potentially maybe make an all-star game if they are relevant by all-star game. Brad, he, that's improved, all he's gonna maybe. give a fuck about. Yeah. Maybe most improved. Yeah. So he's gonna yeah, he might get most improved, bruh. He's bruh. It's not bruh. We he might be right in like two years, bruh. He might. Like after his contract's done, he might be out the I, don't, I won't hey, say out the league because hey, he's man. too talented. But his role is may definitely decline if he don't keep his mind right while he out here in DC. He's gonna get
2: bred too, because being in, just being a DC uh um being a like being in DC, he's gonna get commercials, the local Yo, yeah, commercials,
0: true. too. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah,
2: yeah, so he's like, bro. extra bread is gonna be coming in, bro. I don't like... see
0: Eastern Motors commercials no more, man.
3: Oh, I do see, I still do see <laughs> Yeah. or oh, at least he gonna be on some flyers though for sure jordan clarkson i mean jordan
0: pool about to be at
3: Bar. why you Pull want up.
0: jordan clarkson to be here man no nah, i just keep <laughs> fucking it up the jordan <laughs> shout out to all the jordans out there man shout out our boy jordan mansfield
3: yeah i was about to say shout out mansfield man <laughs> oh yeah shout out my remote uh uh jordan overby too man oh
0: yeah for sure yeah shout out jo yeah man Oh say you popping bottles with Jordan Poole and Bar? No
1: I'm out the way and he should stay on <laughs> the streets. Don't get affiliated with no street shit out here, my
0: boy. I mean he's from he's from Milwaukee. He's he's he knows the hood, okay? He he's not that blind and I do think
1: DC, when you come to DC, you might want
0: to get, you know, affiliated. Don't do, oh, lord, <laughs> don't do it. Oh lord, man. I don't think he's joining the Glizzy gang. I think he'll be all right, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. Stay,
1: stay in the gym. Hey, I think for real, though, I think he has a chance to become a uh, most improved. I think he gonna he got a chip on his shoulder. He got let niggas know like that was a big, big. I'm gonna let y'all pay for letting me go and holding on to Draymond. I'm gonna let y'all know that that was a big mistake. So I think yeah he got he he going to do he going to make some noise this year out here in DC and I'm looking forward to buying some season passes. Yep. Uh yeah with watching, us lose. To, yeah, watching niggas lose and watching the star players playing on on our floor fuck you. Yeah <laughs> word, it's going to be
3: fun to see though man. I go see him play a couple times and when they playing somebody hot or something.
0: Yeah. Him. For sure, I'll definitely walk down on them, too.
3: You know, know, the tickets is going to be
2: cheap, bro. Mm The tickets will be cheap being (laughs) in D.C., man. That's what we love about it, man. The cheap
0: seats. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. I'm trying to convince these brothers to go with me to the Reds and Nationals game July 4th. Go walk down there for $50. Come on, man. (laughs) What
2: what do you guys think about,
0: about do because y'all
2: but what do you guys think about them talking about moving the team from DC
3: to VA
0: y'all seen that yeah that yeah. I don't believe it I think it's it's Me always either. a it's always a ploy that um DC teams can use when they're trying to fight the yeah. the district on funding because one thing that I don't think a lot of fans realize is that these teams and the owners specifically, they want the state, the city they're in to fund their stadiums. And a lot of times, especially a place like DC that doesn't have all the resources, you know, it's the capital of the United States. So the land, you when you request land, it's different than any other area because of how limited the land is over there. So yeah. you already have the national stadium. Uh, I think DC United's about to build a new joint the commanders want to move back to DC. So now that I believe the Wizards, maybe their lease is coming up soon. Now they're trying to say they might move to Crystal City, but hey, we all from Northern Virginia. Crystal City is crowded as hell already. Amazon already took up the space that the yeah. Wizards could have <laughs> should have taken up hypothetically. I don't think it'll happen, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, there is do.
2: there is some other space in Crystal City uh that they what, I, near the I, yards I, um if you go if you're in arlington and it's like kind of by the boeing area like the boeing you can see it's right by dc though
0: it's oh literally yeah in i think uh, yeah like, yeah yeah there's
2: a lot of space over there that i heard that they at one point because me working in there and like uh, jbg smith that's the, the contractor they had, it said i knew somebody had told me about um couple years ago they were looking at that area as potential like a potential area if you know push come to shove which would be you know years down the road but still though like like you said though it's not a lot of space in northern virginia unless you want to go out like towards like what you know what dallas type shit yeah. but other than that yeah That's and nobody awesome. yeah exactly yeah. why would you want to move from dc to like out yeah maybe, Loudoun like, county yeah loudon yeah. county you know what i'm saying I can see it I happening. think it's like you
1: said, a scare tactic, though. You're right, though. I can see it just as a scare tactic, a way to just, you know, get funded. No, I see it. I can see it happening, man. They really already, I think it might happen. I think because uh, Prince William got a lot of space out there, too.
0: Yeah, we building the
1: casino. Yeah, that's we true, the but we got dumb
3: traffic, though. To, like, the traffic's
1: already crazy.
3: Here. We don't even... Bro, look, all I'm saying is this. Y'all yeah, think the, the traffic, game. Brad? Now bad now? Slim, that traffic about to be crazy if they put a damn. I don't care what team they put out here, Brad. Like you think you're about to you? you will not be on time for the games. Brad. I'm trying, <laughs> like, Brad. They're gonna go have great. to build a metro, bro. they gonna have to a metro. Exactly. Exactly. That's it.
1: Yeah. There you go, D-Lo They're gonna have to hey, 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 hey. smooth. Have to move. We don't need like, that here.
0: Please, D-Lo, Don't Please. say that. You see them. But
2: they would have to, bro, bro the traffic
3: then you already know, bro. The traffic would be crazy if they did that shit, bro. It, it, there would be no other option. It would be no other option. Unless niggas just stay in the house on game days.
1: Like <laughs> they already to to. About commercial flights might come to Manassas Airport.
0: Hey, yeah, yep, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I did, though, did hear about place. that. Yeah, just Regional. Yeah.
3: Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't hear about that. That's yeah, wow. I didn't yeah, hear about that.
0: know, something big is coming, bro. Yeah, we about to have a man. Shout out to, Anthony. to the biggest
1: pool resort in the whole country over yeah, there.
0: Shout out to Anthony of uh, Champagne Soccer. He's the one that got me hip to the casino because the mayor of Dumfries goes to his church. And, you know, yeah. I, I At first, I thought that was like some other resort joint, but they building a casino. They are doing things in Prince William County. They want the commanders to move here. Luckily, I'm already here, so traffic won't be too wicked for me. But yeah, you guys are right. They would have to bring a metro and all that stuff. And uh, Northern Virginia, as you guys know, when we want to have fun, we go to D.C. or to go to Maryland. They want Northern Virginia to become a tourist yeah. destination. <laughs> And they mm-hmm. wanted to have the resources to have a nightlife and a social life. So. That's what they want Arlington for. So yeah. good. that's what they want Arlington to be.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think it will be Arlington. That would be the best spot because they yeah. already have bars and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they already kind of have a nightlife. MGM
0: and... ain't too far. And it's yeah. the closest part
3: to D.C. Yeah, yeah that's true it's like 10 minutes away 15 minutes yeah. from dc the quick drive Unlike if you drive all the way to woodbridge or some shit like that nigga you're going to have to take a hike so yeah yeah but i mean is there space in arlington because arlington is low-key a city and everything
2: yeah it's a little bit of space they do they go you know when they when they want to build some shit they make space We know that, they build <laughs> yeah, these apartments true. up
3: everywhere yeah. bro yeah, like shit. Even like, yeah, they they gonna tear down yeah, some trees yeah, to build not some down some condos
0: shit. real quick, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, that too. Build them somewhere else. Triple, triple the yeah, profits. Man. Niggas are nasty. That's yeah, they yeah, They gonna
2: buy some, buy somebody's grandma's out, You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like barbershop shit. <laughs> nothing but man, bro. When you on the plane and you fly over this area, you see nothing but green trees, bro. They they got plenty of land, guy.
3: Now nah, we, right, we need some of them trees, though, bro. We can't get rid of all them motherfuckers. Right <laughs> no, we, <got>, we, <laughs> we got to breathe.
2: Bro, <laughs> nigga, we got to start seeing a bunch of animals
3: out here. Yeah, it's, it's getting spooky, man. The <laughs> animals, like you said, I'm starting to see foxes and shit. Like, bro, they don't got There's... nowhere to go.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is getting crazy out here. I definitely... You definitely will walk down on skunks around here when it gets to nighttime, man. <laughs> <laughs> definitely can get sprayed up, okay? Yeah. So watch your step out here. But um, let's go back real quick. Um, Last week, we didn't have the pod because, you know, we all were on our vacation swag after being inspired by D'Lo. But the NBA draft happened. That's my favorite sport. It used to be, I would say. I know D'Lo feels the same way, but for me... I'm not as interested anymore because the draft coverage has changed too much. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Now they have to interview all the family members and after every joint. And I, I also don't like how everybody has a stylist now, because yeah, it's, I'll it's, be honest, a part yeah, of the, a part of the greatness of the NBA draft was seeing people's personalities, seeing yeah. those choppy suits, yeah. seeing, seeing, uh, Tim Thomas wearing that all white. I think he had it back in the day, yeah. too, before LeBron. Yeah. Seeing mm-hmm. uh, seeing Jalen Rose in the all red pimp suit. I like seeing stuff like that. Now everybody got a stylist. They got a jeweler. But uh, the funniest thing for me was a uh, Grady Dick suit looking like the Wizard of Oz. That joint was crazy with the sequins. But uh, I'll say my favorite draft pick was the Wizards pick, man. Bilal Koulibaly. I know he's very raw. A lot of people didn't even think he was going to be in the draft until he had a big rise at the end of the season, played well, helped uh, Metro 92 make the French final. They lost to Monaco, actually got swept 3-0. Benyama, that's his teammate in France. They grew up together and I think Koulibaly will be a good player for the Wizards because he's raw. He has uh, guard skills because he used to be a guard before he had a sick growth spurt. Went from like 5'11 to 6'7 in like 18 months or something crazy like that. So he technically still can grow like a couple more uh, inches to become maybe 6'9, 6'10. And he looks like he has the work ethic to be special. People want to compare him to Giannis. I'm not gonna say all that, but I think he can be a good player. Um, did you guys have a favorite draft pick or moment in the draft? I know D-Lo, you didn't get to watch the draft, so did you have like a draft pick that you you liked after you saw the results or anything like that? Yeah, since I didn't see a lot last
2: week, uh, I do like my boy Scoop. I've been you know been on Scoop for a while now, yeah, which is inevitable. Um my boy double zero I'm, I'm, Yeah, double zero. Agent Zero. Uh, but my boy Amon Amen Thompson, the uh, the twin. Amen. Yeah, the went to the Rockets. Yeah, he's gonna be it. Okay. He's gonna be very nasty. And then my boyfriend Duke, live me. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Uh, the next Tyson Chandler oh. on it right now. Not saying much. Tyson Chandler's not the, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't. No, nah, that's player. not
0: bad. Nah, that's it's not bad. That, that's though. good. That is a good player. A very good player. You know what I'm He's going to
2: tell me right now. Next
0: Tyson challenge, But uh, those are my three picks right there. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not happy for Scoot. Word, word. Oh, I know you're not into the NBA draft as much. You're a results guy. You want these young brothers to come in the league and show what they are before they're able to, before you're able to evaluate them. But did you see anything you liked or was it more so just looking at Wimbenyama and he's <laughs> certified to go to San Antonio?
1: I like, uh, I'm kind of, I got some interest in the uh, Brandon Miller. Brandon oh, okay.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. I'm curious to see what MJ saw. Where, well, you know, he don't have the best vision, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, Yo, you know what? You know what, bro? I ain't mean to cut you out right now, but I saw this little, this interview with Gilbert Arenas and Vlad TV, and he was talking about, <laughs>
0: he was me.
2: talking about, it was, yeah, yeah. I had to, yeah, you know, be, I'm catching up on my shit. From, I ain't been, I've been off the grid. But I seen it yesterday, and he said something that kind of intrigued me when you just said that about MJ. He took the best available. And I had to think about it. He wrote down the drafts of the picks that you know he took in the past, and he didn't take the best that was available each time.
0: No, he didn't. Yeah. No, bro. He didn't. Yes, he did. If you
2: look at the drafts, we're we, we're not gonna do it today. I know it's yeah, we do it. yeah,
0: we could do it. Yeah, we we could do it. Like, time. Yeah, we could do it next week or something for off-season? fun.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bet. Well, we can do that. Then we can. I, I'll scratch that. We will talk about it next week.
0: But, I'll just well, say the reason why I say he didn't is because. I was 22 years old, maybe 21 at the time. Me, shout out uh, Donnell and BJ. I I think I've said the story before to you guys. I don't know if it was on the pod, but there was a discussion of who the Hornets should take with the second pick in 2012, I believe, between Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Bradley Beal. Everyone knew Bradley Beal was the better prospect and the best player. He went with Not Michael Kid but... Chris. Yes, they did, bruh. Oh man, I remember
2: Chris was nice though.
0: No, he wasn't. Everybody he couldn't was shoot.
2: Like... Okay. Yeah, okay. but his Mar- game
3: didn't shoot, translate though. to the NBA. That's though. what he I'm was saying. Good in college.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You're right, though. That's but what Michael Jordan drafts. Michael Jordan drafts people that peak in college. Literally. That's oh. what he does. He drafts oh. <laughs> people that peaked in college. Those white boys, Kemba Walker, as good as he was, his peak was at UConn. That's what he does. Adam Morrison, when he yeah, said he was college.
2: he was nice, the best person at
0: the time. Uh, I don't. Yeah, he nah, was the best yeah. player in college. Yeah, exactly. Adam, Adam
3: Morrison was. Adam Morrison was more of a, uh, what you? What's that word? A bus. Because yeah. he, he, he reminded me of Dirk, and Dirk was able to to flourish. So it's like – And in college, everybody was like, Anna Morrison, Anna Morrison, bro, it was him and
1: J.J. Redick. I remember.
0: Yeah, exactly. But that's the that's the difference. That's what I realized as a little kid. I was a little kid, and I thought, oh, if you're the best player in college, you should be the best in the NBA. And then I realized, no, that's not how it works. I to because... say, a lot of these players don't have <laughs> that dog
1: in them to – have to make me believe like they're going to be so good in the NBA from college. but I don't be seeing like that NBA, like hunger in them. They just play basketball.
0: Hey, well, it's life. You know, everybody has, they're a product of your environment. So if you're in a an environment that isn't great, most of the time you're not going to thrive. That's why we've talked about this before. Also, a lot of the time it depends on the situation you're in. Only a, there's only a few it's like a rare percentage it's only like a handful of players that they would have been special in any environment regardless like lebron michael jordan you know the names yeah the that's not the majority of everybody's some people do need to be in the right situation like imagine the lottery ball with uh ben simmons career Imagine if he went to a better organization. He might not be geeked up right now. He's supposed to be a Hall of Fame player. Now we don't know what's going to happen to his career, but that's just the lottery of literally the draft lottery. It's random.
3: wasting everybody's time. That's what Ben Simmons (laughs) is doing, okay? I was watching this video. I can't remember the dude's name on YouTube, bro, but he was saying it since we traded for this nigga, bro. He's been saying it, and I believe him now. Ben he's been sitting into exactly right. He's like, I don't know why everybody keeps talking about him, but I'ma say it again. He says Ben Simmons is wasting everybody's time. Like D Lo says, this nigga, he has not gotten better. Like, what has he gotten better at since he's been in the NBA? Done pictures, exactly, pictures of and, him and getting, out. yeah, getting flee. That's all he thing. But he got, and then he's one of them niggas who gets flee because he got bread. He's not even a real flea nigga.
0: And yeah, and now, and now, and now yeah. D-Lo is getting me mad too because I'm just doing a preview of what we're gonna do next week. And I looked at the 2009 draft with the 12th pick. The uh, Charlotte Hornets <laughs> took Gerald Henderson. Yeah, oh, yeah that, I
3: remember that. He, another guy all that right, peaked in
0: college. It. Who was that? that Drew Holiday, Ty Lawson, Jeff Teague, all guards. That, that was yeah. a good one. Darren Collison. All of these. They were all, all better
2: in college.
0: That's the point. That's the point. You don't with the drafting. You're supposed to evaluate what they're gonna do in NBA, not what they did in college.
2: I'm hip, but at the end of the day, you have to <laughs> actually see that you see your result. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna take you, I need to see that you've actually done something. You know what I'm saying? I can't go off of what I might. I mean, you you do. That's what you, that's
0: what the draft is.
2: I'm hip, but at the same time, it's like you didn't. Nobody was thinking that Drew Holiday was gonna be what he is right now. Come
0: on, hey, I remember him at UCLA. He was good. I, I remember they, they met the back-to-back back Final Fours. They had the three guard system with him, Collison, and Russ. You could Ty tell Wilson, he was gonna. Yes. Yeah, I Ty Lawson. Like, yeah, but he didn't do shit. Now nah, he had a good career until he got yeah, stuck God. on alcohol. Yeah, he was alcoholic. Yeah, personal yeah, You know, he's from Maryland. You know, you know, DMV brothers don't thrive in the NBA, man. <laughs> Except for KD,
3: that's the only. And even him,
0: like look him. at his career, bro. Yeah.
3: He's geeked. <laughs> that's
0: what he I'm saying. He's doing geek it's, shit, the issue with the DMV. We have a disease. I've told say this last week. Oh, I was telling him this is a a little aside, but I was telling him that. The Nor- Northern Virginia niggas, is specifically, we just get there. We never become legends. We just make it there. Yeah. And then the Maryland brothers make it there and then they be balling, but then they always have a weird issue. And then DCL is really tricky. <laughs> it's only the Southern Virginia people that get it out. Yeah, the 7 yeah, by 7 for real. Even them, they have their issues, but they yeah, still Yeah, I was about balling. to say,
3: even them, they have issues, too. Yeah, <laughs> you know the
0: boys, Percy, Harvin, Plaxico, shooting himself up. Lawrence Taylor, Michael Vick, AI. They, yeah, they be balling. But, uh... Yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, My battle, say back to you, Brandon Miller.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're the most, uh, I don't know, other than Brandon Miller. Uh, what's his name? I've seen the Lakers draft pick, he was cool. What's his name? Hood.
0: Oh, Hood Shefano. They were saying he might be a uh, Austin Reeves replacement potentially. (laughs) I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Didn't like I was say wasn't feeling that.
1: <laughs> he could be Hope a bad I don't know about replacing Austin Reeves. Yeah, right. Oh, we're signing that, we that boy for the bag. And, you know, we're going to move. Ooh. But, yeah, as far as the draft, I ain't really see too much, man. I'm just. I'm just tuning in, trying to hear, you know, all the hype, and waiting for the NBA season to start. I'm gonna watch the what's the summer league, see what niggas is doing, but that ain't really. Uh, I
0: think it's two weeks, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's
3: starting uh, in July. Oh damn, July. It's in yeah. A couple it's, days.
0: Yeah, July yeah. is Saturday, man. Yeah.
3: Damn. Bro. We already halfway through the year. What
0: the
1: yeah, fuck? Bro. Shit yeah. going to... Like a He's motherfucker. We'll get to the NBA season already.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm now. happy. Now yeah. I got I got I got something for y'all.
3: Um, oh, let me I, say my quick draft joint. Yeah, hey, oh, yeah. My
0: bad. My bad. No, nah, yeah. you good. I'm not.
3: I don't really. I'm not into the draft like I used to be because you know players don't stay there long and be transferring and all like one and done. So it's not. It don't have the same impact. So it's like I'm not into college as much, and because I'm not in the college as much, I'm not into the draft as much. I was really checking for. Like, the first three picks, I thought it was going to go Wimby, Scoop, then Brandon, but it went Wimby, Brandon, then Scoop. I would have liked Scoop to be on the Hornets, to be honest. Um, But I also like Scoop being w- with Dame because I feel like Dame is the type of player that's going to not only humble Scoop when Scoop got to guard his ass in practice and he's going to get his ass bust but it's also going to be a good teacher for school too, to actually be a true professional and put his all into the shit. So I think that, him going to Portland is good for school. Of course, we know Wimby was gonna go number one. We already knew that. And Dan already dropped he the Spurs legends is already in his ear talking about the shit that he's gonna have to do. He's already getting built. And we already know that's the only reason Pop is staying there because he probably heard about this nigga a few years ago and was like, hmm, let me stay my black, I mean my let me stay my white ass here. And if I can get Wimby, then I can coach another 10 years. But, you know, and then I was also just checking for who we drafted. I just wanted to ask D-Lo about this dude, uh, Darik Whitehead. I know he went to Duke and he got hurt. And that's the guy that we had drafted. So I was just curious to see with D-Lo thought about the bull. We also drafted this dude, Noah Clowney, which I feel like is a good fit for us. You know what I'm saying? It's something we need, a, a long, lengthy... Yeah, defender. Um, yeah, forward, and he can... It seemed like he had a little bit of range, too, as well. His, um, you know, so I, I felt like we drafted things that we needed, but I just wanted to get a scoop on Dariq Whitehead, you know what I'm saying? Because he looked like he's going to be a guard, but, I mean... You know, we kind of do need a backup guard or a starting guard, to be honest with you. They like Spencer is the end all be all. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's all I really got from the draft. For real.
2: I think uh, Whitehead is good. He's like a he's a a low key like a stretch. He remind me of like like a Rodney Hood type player. You know what I'm saying? That we yeah. Uh, he he's a slasher. You uh, can get to you know he can create his own shot. I think he. he fits good with y'all young core and, okay. like, and, Thomas and
3: all that. i think he'll be filtered and perfect y'all, y'all have to love him of course but think he's nice all right bet all right yeah so i wasn't disappointed or anything with our draft so you know it ain't like we was going to draft anybody to fucking move the needle or nothing but you know just some players that maybe we can potentially develop and one thing about the nets i do say we are good at developing young players um, and not to say they developing into like superstars, but we at least develop developed them into serviceable and quality NBA players. So you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's my draft recap.
0: Word up, word up. Now to end the podcast, I want to shout out nepotism because, hey, man, sometimes people look at it as a thing to hold people back, but it's obviously something that you can use to your advantage, like in this example, Example one, the Stockton Kings, the G League team of the Sacramento Kings, they named Lindsey Harding as the coach and Anjali Ranadive as the general manager. If you guys aren't aware of Lindsey Harding, she is a player, former WNBA player. She was the first pick in the 2007 draft. She's also been a coach for a long time, locally in America and overseas. So that makes sense for a head coach. I know, you know, it's harder for some people to understand women being coaches of men's teams, but she has the experience. She knows the game. I understand that. Now the GM, y'all, Anjali, she is the she's the daughter of the owner, okay? She has no basketball experience. Oh, she's wow. the general manager. Before this, guys, she was running the King's Twitter and social media, okay? Oh, my God. She used to be an intern for the Warriors. Who knows what she was doing? You know what she's most known for in the streets, though? She used to be a singer and songwriter, okay? And now now she's the general manager of a G League team. (laughs) It's not about what you know. Well, you know, and if your dad is that boy, (laughs) you can get put (laughs) on and it's crazy and the second part is um i had a segment about is basketball becoming a rich man's game because obviously you guys know the most talked about prospect in 2023 was lebron james jr a lot of people had dewan wagner jr (laughs) as the best prospect he's going to kentucky i believe Mm -hmm. um the uh espn has the number one player in 2024 being dylan harper son of former nba player ron harper and the Mm -hmm. number 25 player uh the number one player in the class of 2025 is cameron boozer son of carlos boozer so is so is basketball becoming a sport where only rich kids can be able to participate because
3: that's what you meant by yeah. because
0: because everybody has trainers now at early ages they're at the best aau teams they got shooting coaches so are we going to come to a point where the best nba players are all former kids kids of former nba players do y'all think that will happen i mean we're already a little bit and it's not even the a lot of times we used to see NBA players coming from the mud. We don't see that as much anymore. A
1: That's lot of these guys come say, from yeah. the
0: suburbs, nice two parent households. Play they even got their dad set up their own AAU team like Amani Bates, like LeVar Ball did for his sons, to try to let them do whatever they want. Is that the future of basketball or will the streets always have an outlet they get in? I don't believe it because I don't believe it
2: because uh we already have that now. You know what I'm saying? We we kind of that, that's not a, like a thing going on. So I don't really believe that. Now what do now I do believe what you're saying? As in like niggas is getting hired, like draft, like prospect, like projected to be number one and shit like that. When I'm like, yeah, I don't. I mean, know, look though. at
0: the Warriors. The three best players on the Warriors are all MB sons of former NBA players: Steph, exactly, exactly. That's play and Andrew like, Wiggins. <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what
2: i'm saying that's kind of already been going on so that's why i'm like i don't agree with that but But this is
0: the last 10 15 years i'm talking like when when we were kids like for example in 1998 how many former nba players do you know that oh yeah their dad was in the league it was only like literally kobe now it's all not even all but it's a good amount and even like someone like devin booker his dad didn't play in the nba but he played in europe that's true it's
1: a lot. of – It's more now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think uh, the type of players that got the drive to be NBA caliber type players because they had their fathers around and they probably been around. They were just born into it. Once you yeah, they into, had
0: they had the resources it. to do it. Yeah. Once you're born in, it's like it's hard to get away from basketball, bro. Yeah, Steph is one of the greatest shooters ever, or arguably the greatest. His, his dad is one of the greatest shooters ever, and his brother is one of the greatest shooters ever. It's not a coincidence. They learned from their dad. When you have those resources, Kobe, learning from his dad, the NBA, even uh, Tamika Catchings, Y'all remember her? She's one of the best women's players ever. Her dad used to play in Italy. And she said, uh, I think her dad and Kobe's dad might have even been on the same team because I saw this cool video uh, from a few years ago when they were talking about growing up in Europe and how that made them uh, unique and how that helped their basketball skills. So it is, I do think it's a little prevalent. I mean, even JaVel McGee, his mom Pam was in the WNBA. It's more frequent now, but.
3: Oh, but yeah, I think, uh I don't think it's really becoming a rich man's game. I feel like it's like this, like usually like this, Michael Jordan's right. His sons weren't vicious in the league because they didn't have the drive and everything that Jordan had.
0: Or Carlos the, athletic, Buzer, the athletic ability.
3: Yeah, that too. Carlos Boozer, now he made it to the NBA, but he wasn't like, prolific i don't think this nigga's going to the hall of fame or nothing like that but yeah his son is going to be is a number one prospect i don't know if boozer was a number one prospect in high school i think he was a top prospect yeah he was, he was like, like a, a five, top
0: 10 yeah he's from alaska but he was like a five-star player that's why he went to duke you know they don't take nobody's yeah they take the ballers
3: yeah so i i did th- but again like like uh like d and Zoe was saying i just felt like yeah the it's the rich players will have more given to them an opportunity to make it to the NBA, you know, cause they got the connections, they got the trainers and their parents got the money to support them. But again, I think the mud is where you get the drive. You get the intangibles when you get, when you come in from a background that's not as great. Now you can have a Steph Curry who had a great background and stuff and still have the intangibles, but I think that's rare then like that's why you notice all these overseas players coming over they have all the intangibles because they really coming from the mud and they fighting for their families they fighting to change their way of life whereas you know some of these other players who got i want to say silver spoon but you might as well say say silver spoon like what is when the going gets tough they can always be like uh i'm good Whereas a Giannis is like, yeah, I'ma keep fighting because I don't want my family where we was at 20 years ago. Fuck that. You get what I'm saying? So it's like they have a certain level of, yeah, like like Jokic. I don't think Jokic wants his family to deal with anything that he dealt with in Serbia. So it's like certain things like that. It's like I think players like Carlos Boozer's son, he won't have those certain intangibles. So I always think the streets, they matter. And the mud is where you probably get the best players across all sports, not even just basketball.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, Jamar. The mud is now overseas. They got really yeah, it. America, the American basketball circuit is too suburban out. So to go get that mud product, they got to go to Africa and Europe. That's that's yeah. true. It's that's like what they happened.
3: not. Yeah, it's like they not even going to this before. Like twenty years ago, they would go to the hoods to be like, "All right, these are the best balls," but now it's like. Why even deal with that when I can just go to these AU circuits or talk to this former player and look at his sons or do that?
1: that might, you that know, for investment, because you see these college niggas, you see these young niggas getting in trouble with all these guns and all these wild ass cases. So even the ones. The in the, so you can only imagine the ones in the streets.
3: <laughs> yeah but I feel like you know what I'm saying even but you had a lot of niggas who grew up in the mud now like LeBron, Dame Litter all these other niggas who kept their head on straight and wasn't yeah. doing no wild shit even though they was inside of the, the wild yeah, shit and they're family men yeah so I, I just think I, I just think it's it's laziness on our part mm. not searching for the talent yeah. and also like everything the AU circuit everything is more it's it's so money based now it's like it's
1: it's just getting nasty Y'all, y'all rate uh, Hersey Miller?
0: No. Big name nigga because of his dad? No, because his dad didn't play in the NBA. He played up in a preseason game. His dad's a rapper. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. being honest, man. His dad's a rapper. I look he, at the Millers as rap royalty, not basketball royalty. Yeah,
3: he played in. I think it was one preseason game. He did alright too. I ain't gonna fake. He was doing alright in
0: the joint, but yeah. All right, he was
1: alright. Yeah, but Will- I mean.
0: Man, Her man, son was all man, right. man. Where is he at now? Do you even know? Think Louisville. Nah, Louisville. nah Louisville. he ain't at Louisville. <laughs> he was at Tennessee State, and then he left. I don't know. Let's see. Hersey Miller. Look, yeah, basketball player masterpiece son. That's all we know, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hersey. Whoa, he is at Louisville. How they let him? Oh yeah, they're not that good anymore. I forgot. Well, my bad. <laughs> did he play this past year, or did he just transfer it in? Thank oh, never know. mind. He played this year. He played in twenty-seven games and averaged one point eight points and one rebound. Oh Seven shit! And yeah, how many minutes? Seven minutes a game.
3: Oh shit! Yeah, he Bench
0: gar- boy, He's
1: garbage boy, yeah, Back
0: of boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on, man. Damn. Yeah. A At You're least young you young can man. get it, huh?
1: Still young. Why are you like twenty?
0: Yeah, he's about to be a junior. Hey, it's over, bro. Just yeah, it's on, something. Man. Yeah, yeah. Go start yeah. selling cereal with your daddy,
2: man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or he could go to Europe. Maybe he can go get a bag in, you know, Europe and play. You know. Percy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miller, hey, man. That's hey. another weird man. <laughs> he been falling with LeBron's son, so I was like, man, well, he's
1: not all that.
0: Well, you know, he's going to be under surveillance in a big way this season. I know you're going to watch college basketball to watch LeBron Jr. Or you mm. still will look straight, Osei. Uh
1: Probably look straight. You're going to watch it. That nigga's, niggas going to watch
0: fine. it. I if I got time, bro, you're going to be like, oh, LeBron's at the game. I'm watching. <laughs> you got time for the NBA, nigga. You time for that. Watch it, Okay. You're going to watch it. LeBron's going to go watch his son play. They're both in L.A.
1: So you know, I'm going to watch just to go see LeBron cheerlead. Yeah, you know?
0: you're going to watch it. That's your heritage. No, you have watch to watch the sun.
1: Hey, LeBron, LeBron got to be on the floor playing.
0: Yeah, he is. LeBron is playing. He is I, on the floor.
1: I said LeBron Sr., man.
0: Nah, yeah, hey, man. That's the bloodline, man. Yeah, you gotta got to watch it.
1: Got a, got a lot of... He got big, big shoes to fill. So, yeah. I ain't looking... Right. For, I ain't about to hype him up.
0: All right, last question before we out of here. We don't have to take too much time on this one. It could be yes or no. It could be one sentence. It could be whatever you feel, man. Do you think Christophe Porzingis makes the Celtics a championship contender? Mm-hmm. Like, in, Well, you could say they were yeah. last year because they made the conference finals. They were in the finals before. Do you think this makes them a the, the favorites in the East, I would say? No. My answer is no. Mm. Okay, I would I would say I, I, I say no, yeah, because okay. I don't
3: know how the rest of the East is about to shake up. I don't know what Milwaukee's about. to As do. of
0: right now, before free agency starts, do you think they're the best team in the East? I Girl, say yes. Hey, I, I would,
3: yeah, I would have to say yeah too, because the Heat they still the same. Milwaukee they got knocked out in the first round by the Heat, and I just think the Heat had a, like a little Cinderella run. To be honest, like niggas was playing out there yeah. minds. But I just don't think like now if I if that team goes up against the Nuggets and shit, then I think they would lose. But out of the East, yeah, but it ain't a strong yeah right now because I mean I got to see Porzingis really play defense for real and like be committed to that end of the floor. But that's exactly what they needed to stretch five, and they still kept Robert Williams. So and they still got Al Horford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they yeah. I I, I say yeah because and yeah, I don't know who the fuck else is in the they East. They know
2: right? because I feel like somebody is gonna make a
1: move and it's shit on that move. So I don't think. Word. So yeah, Porzingis is that piece they needed, and we about to see. I I, was, I called Porzingis yeah. out uh, last year. I was like, man, after we uh seen him play uh, Milwaukee. I was like, uh, after seeing them play, uh, yeah, the Wizards play Milwaukee. I was like, damn, Porzingis, he's 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 kind of like that. And then he gets traded to the Celtics to be a a piece to get them to the finals. Let's see. Yeah. What
0: happened. Yeah, man, it should be interesting. But hey, man, this was a fun episode. I was telling them before the show, maybe it'll be 30, 45 minutes. I think it's an hour plus, man. We can't help it. <laughs> we yeah, love we basketball don't... <laughs> too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, ain't no scripted, this ain't no scripted joint, so. Yeah, man.
0: There's no <laughs> TV timeouts to worry about. Shout out TNT, man. I know Ernie be trying to get them out of there. Hey, come on. Yeah, we gotta yeah go to <laughs> Hey man, y'all have be blessed out there. It's gonna be fun next week because free agency starts uh Friday the thirtieth at six p.m. Eastern time is when free agency officially begins and players can officially be signed July first at midnight when the new league season begins. So it's going to be fun, man. They said Kyrie's going to go talk to Phoenix. It's sick. Uh, yeah, well, no,
3: that minimum. Yeah, but you, yeah, this yeah. nigga's, bro, that's Cap. That nigga wants his
0: bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's he, staying he, in he, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: yeah. That's the only yeah. team that can pay him the max. So that's where he's staying, bro. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> but y'all be blessed out there. We'll be back next week. Ring culture, we out.